Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Unwiring Minds. This is Raquel Pazbergia, your host, and today we have Fallen Morningstar with us. She is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and she's here to explain how we can control and regulate our nervous system and what is nervous system regulation. So I'll let you get right to it. Well, firstly, thank you so much for having me on the, the show. Happy to be here. So first, what is our nervous system? Our nervous system, like it regulates everything that we have going on, our metabolism, our cognitive functioning, our processes that, that our liver takes on in our heart. So it is very much intricately involved in everything that we do. And so that should be a cue that we need to look at it. So from our environment, from the waters that we drink, you know, that have metals in them, from the pesticides that are in our foods, all of these things, plus our relationships can certainly dysregulate our system. It's inevitable we have um, EMFs, which are like the 5G. So there's a lot of frequencies and a lot of stuff coming at us humans. And it's very challenging to regulate if we don't know the right tools. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Yes, awesome. So yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, so what are these things that um, are going on in our nervous system regulation? What is it exactly? Great question. So we can look at the nervous system in three different states. And firstly, what we like to call is ventral vagal. This is a specific nervous system state that we might feel joyful in. We might feel bliss or confident and very much empowered in our being. That is called ventral vagal. So maybe in your relationships and in your life, you can think of times that those things have come up that you really feel like, wow, I feel so supported right now. Consider that ventral vagal. When we're shifting into a different state of the nervous system, that can be considered sympathetic. We might feel anxious. We might feel anger. We might just feel frustration, irritability. So maybe consider a time that you felt this. And then label that as sympathetic. The next state is called dorsal. This is kind of where our system shuts down. We feel shame. We feel hopelessness. We can feel just this. We can't even move maybe. Right. Whenever we feel, yeah, it's like we just cannot do anything. We're in this freeze type of state. And so that is considered dorsal. And the reason that we're sharing this together with you is because if you can get to know what state your nervous system is in, you can better shift your state to get out of that and come back down to ventral vagal. Right. And how do you think you sort of incorporate this um, when you do your work? Because I mean, with your role, do you do something to help people that are experiencing um, or identifying it? How would you explain that? Yeah, I love the question. So we can begin to basically map what our individual and unique perspective is according to these states. When you're considering the ventral vagal state, what does that actually look like to you? 
like paint a picture. Is the sun out? Are you happy? Are you jumping up and down? And then do the same thing with the other two states. What does that landscape look like to you? So you can kind of visually and mentally and emotionally paint these pictures to what your nervous system identifies as these states. And so when we're feeling in the sympathetic or the dorsal state, how can we shift back down? And to, to get to your question here, we can use meditation and we can use what's called somatic experiencing exercises to help shift our states back into the ventral vagal because that's when our stress hormones are not being used because as we know if we're constantly stressed we're losing minerals we can end up with having a diagnosis so if we can regulate more we have a calmer state more grounded state and that just helps everybody that helps all of our yeah. relationships and certainly helps you and your health so i would say to meditate is going to be the first step and to actually get into what that could look like for you is you could have your safe space in your room. You could be lying on your bed. You could be sitting on the floor or in a chair with your feet planted on the ground. You can have your hands just gently in your lap. You could even be meditating and walking. Meditation is literally just the practice of mindfulness. So if we can incorporate mindfulness in our everyday life, let's just say start with five minutes, move to 10 and continue to take baby steps, you will absolutely 100% see benefits in your nervous system. You'll be able to think more clearly. You'll have less anxiety or, or even no anxiety. Your digestive system will even work better for you. Right. And how do you think they're sort of connected? Because you also probably know a lot about how um, the digestive system is also connected to the, the way that we feel, the way that we are experiencing things. So how do you think that interconnection is seen in our day-to-day -day lives? Great question. So there is something called the gut-brain connection, or I'm sure you've heard the term that our gut is like our second brain. It is so intricately connected. It's, it's mind-blowing to be honest, but say if we're consuming processed foods, or we're consuming foods that have, you know, color number 40 in it, or whatever artificial things in that, it is not easily digested. It can break down our gut lining, which could cause inflammation. Inflammation is like, okay, our nervous system or our immune system needs to find out what's going on because we're being activated right now. And so with this chronic activation, this chronic stress from the foods that we eat, from the pesticides, from the, um, it could, it could really be from anything. It could be from the air. Yes. This is all stress, stress to our body. And so again, impacting our nervous system. So if that's being constantly impacted, our gut can just not keep up. It's worried about keeping us alive. It's not really worried about digesting food. I'm sure you've heard the term of like, we are in this response state or say if we're in traffic, we're in a car, we're in traffic and we are in this activated state, but we're not moving. We're not running from the tiger. 
you know, it's not that survival response, but still in our body, because it's so objective, our body thinks we need to run. So having said that, again, regulating your system will regulate your digestive system and it'll actually have the ability to heal. And when we can heal by taking out the stressors, it's kind of like a no-brainer because our body just naturally has that ability. We are built to have that survival state, but we need to support it in the right way for it to do that. Right. And so do you think that if people start incorporating a, a bit of a mixture between meditation um, and understand, understanding the way that their gut is working, do you think that that interconnection is going to help alleviate um and recover ourselves back to our our well-being and happiness, joy, feelings that are positive. Absolutely. I'll give you an example that might be a good visual is if we're consuming high quality animal proteins, let's say, and we know that proteins are the building blocks of life. If we're consuming these proteins and then, you know, they break down into polypeptides, which break down into amino acids, which create our neurotransmitters. And as we know, our neurotransmitters are very much helpful in helping us feel grounded, more calm, not anxious. Right. So if we kind of go back up the ladder between food and how we feel cognitively, super interconnected there. So again, if we're eating four things, if we're sleeping from 12 a.m. to to 3 a.m., you know, all of these things are so connected to how we feel and how we operate in the world. So it's not just nervous system tools and meditating. It's food. It's sleeping from nine to six. It's having that those blackout curtains or a sleep yes. mask on. It's, you know, getting movement, moving your body. It's um, taking the right supplements even, like incorporating, for example, magnesium into your diet because magnesium is responsible for a heck of a lot of processes yes. in our system. Um, so it's, it's really fascinating how the body responds when we equipped it and are educated on, again, how to support it. Yeah, absolutely. So do you think that um, I what I've learned from you today, I think that um, something that I've um, identified is the fact that we're, we're responsible in a way for the way we are feeling like we can control, not entirely, of course, like there's mental disorders that are harder to control, but there's certain things we can start doing that are affecting us. So like, do you think that sleep connected with diet, connected with meditation is an effective way to sort of alleviate these feelings of stress, these feelings of anxiety, depression, even. 100%. Absolutely. If you have even those three things, even if you're doing one, you're going to see absolutely benefits. But if you're doing um, your proper food quality, sleep quality, and meditation, and you know even the somatic exercises, which yes. we briefly mentioned, that, that is going to be so transformative into how you show up for yourself and how you show up in the world. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming to Unwiring Minds and sharing all of this information. I think that um, we don't always get to hear the fact that we can help ourselves. And sometimes it's people struggle with 
starting but once they get there i think that it's amazing the amount of things that we can we can do for ourselves so i really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come here and share all of this um wonderful advice with our listeners and to the listeners i'll actually see you next time